Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is doing good. Today's episode is another birth story. Um, This time Mary joined me. Mary joined me from North Carolina and she came on to share her birth story, which is really good. (laughs) I was saying to her, I'm getting some birth stories recently that are a little bit different, like just in terms of where babies are being born. As you will remember, the one a couple of episodes ago was a baby that was born in a car. And Mary's story is similar, but not a car. So I will not give it away. But thank you so much to Mary for sharing her story. And I'll play the episode for you now. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Mary thank you so much for joining us on the podcast if you could introduce yourself yeah my name is Mary um, and I live in the United States I live in North Carolina Um, I actually recently moved here I used to live in Wisconsin and um, I have two little ones I have a two and a half year old and I have a six month old Um, I work in early child care so I work in the infant room actually (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm with babies all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I often think that always seems like such a hard job. And I I really because my my um, my two have been to, um, you know, preschool and nursery and things like that. And um, I always think, oh, yeah, the people doing that that job must really love it because I think it definitely takes a certain character. So you must really enjoy that type of work. Yes, Um, I've only been working with babies for um, less than a year. I was working with four-year-olds the year before that. And um, before that, I was staying home with my daughter. So it's still new to me, but I do really like it. That's nice. Oh, and it's such a worthwhile job as well. It's so, so worthwhile. Perfect. Well, if we could chat a little bit about what it was that kind of interested you about hypnobirthing, and then we'll lead on and you're going to share your birth story with us. Yeah, so... When I was preparing for my birth with my daughter, who's two and a half, I heard about hypnobirthing, but I was like, oh, I don't know if that's for me. I was preparing for a birth center birth, but I kind of felt like just the word hypnobirthing, I was like, oh, that sounds a little maybe too crunchy for me. Yeah. Um, But then um, I had a really positive birth with her, but it was, I think, just a little sporadic and like my head was kind of everywhere. And so when I was, even before I got pregnant with my son, I just knew that I wanted it to be more calm and I wanted to be more in control of things. And just kind of like what kept coming back to me is like, I wanted to be in control of my contractions versus my contractions being in control of me. Um, And so even before I got pregnant, I kind of started looking into hypnobirthing and trying to find a podcast that I would like to listen to and I happened to find yours and I didn't even know that I was already following you on Instagram. So Are you? <laughs> yeah, funny. funny. Yeah. No, normally I think most people tend to, to find me through the podcast. So that's really interesting to hear that yeah. it went the other way. Yeah. Um, so you, did you do a specific course or did you just listen to the podcast? What was your kind of journey with hypnobirthing? Yeah. So I just listened to the podcast and I also read the book, uh, Calm a calm birth method by um Susie yeah I read that one when I was I can't remember but I read that was the book I read when I was um 
pregnant as well I can't yes. I can't Ashley. think of her last name that's, that's her it. last name yes that's yes. it I wrote it um, down. I was like, I know I'm going to mention the book. So, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I also read that book funnily when I was pregnant like seven years ago. So, um, yeah. Um, so you read those two and you felt, um, oh, sorry, you li- were listening to the podcast and you read that book and you felt, mm-hmm. I mean, you'd been through labor before, I suppose. So there was an yeah. element of, I guess, you knew kind of what to expect from right. from labor and how it might feel. So kind of just having that extra knowledge and those extra tools and techniques probably yeah Mm -hmm. like helped prepare you for oh definitely to come yes yeah I mean the episode of yours that I listened to the most was um the one I wrote it down but I don't know if I'm gonna find it in all my notes that's okay (laughs) but um it's the one like your mind how powerful your mind is yeah um yeah I listened to that one multiple times and then kind of paired with the book, it talked a lot about visualization. And yeah. so like my whole pregnancy just like visualized everything, you know, like from start to finish, um, mo- like just like every day. I was doing yeah. It. yeah. And I think that that really changed the way that my birth went. I think if you can really grasp that concept of that mind body connection mm-hmm. um it definitely helps doesn't it because yeah yes. if you if you can get that and understand how important that connection is you can see yeah. how you can help yourself when it comes right. to, to your labor um so share your story with us we'd love to hear it yeah okay so before I get to the actual like labor I have to give a little bit of background because my my story is kind of crazy and, and it might sound stressful to some people, but like hypnobirthing really like got me through it even before labor. Um, so, uh, when I went for my anatomy scan, they had seen like some cysts near my baby's brain and that was really scary, but they were like, Oh, you know, it, it could be nothing. So just come back in four weeks. And thankfully four weeks later, like, there was nothing there, no cysts or anything, but that's when they noticed that he was measuring small. And so they wanted me to continue coming back. And something that was like different for me living in North Carolina was, is that it's very medicalized here. Like birth is like pretty much everyone is in the hospital. Um, and I did find a birth center, but, um, like, they have to have all these different rules. Like they have to have a doctor oversee them. They have to have to follow any doctor doctor's orders. Um, all the midwives have to be uh, medically uh, professional or, or um, go yeah. through all that schooling, you know? So, yeah. and in Wisconsin, when I had it with my daughter, that was not the case. So I just went to a birth center and midwives just saw me and like, that was it. Yeah. Um So then in North Carolina, I was going to get an ultrasound every three weeks to get a biophysical um, examination of baby, like a test um, to make sure everything was going well. And then every fourth week, I would get a growth scan. And the entire time his BPP test would come back great. Everything was always good. And but the growth scan, he was always measuring in the less than one percentile. And so yeah, I would ask doctors like, well, what does that mean? And like, they couldn't really tell me anything because his test would always 
be fine. Um, I had an ultrasound tech say like, yeah, I have no idea why your baby's so small. So in my gut, I really just felt like I think he's just a small baby. But my daughter was born at eight pounds, um, four ounces. So they were like, well, well, you have a you have decent sized babies. And I'm like, but maybe this baby is different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I even asked an ultrasound technician, I said, well, how much do you think my baby will weigh when he's born? And he said, oh, definitely not six pounds. This will not be a six pound baby. Yeah. And so because of that, uh, the doctors had said that they wanted him to be born by 39 weeks and six days which my daughter was two weeks late. So that made me nervous. And so getting closer to the birth, I was doing all the things I was doing primrose oil. I was drinking um, tea. I was eating dates, like walking. I was doing everything. Yeah. (laughs) And, and I, I allowed them to like check my cervix and stuff just because I wanted to know where I was at. And yeah, and every time it was like, eh, you're not really anywhere. <laughs> so so frustrating. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here in North Carolina, like the doctors were like, yeah, so at 39 weeks and six days, you are going to be getting induced with Pitocin. And I was like, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so I talked to my midwives and, and they were like, yeah, we can do a lot of different things. But once we get past that point, then you would have to be admitted to a hospital. So the plan with my midwives was to to do a castor oil treatment. Oh, I have to backtrack a little bit. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) So one thing I forgot to mention is because birth centers are like so rare in North Carolina is the first birth center that I went to was 40 minutes away and from my home and they ended up. Uh, closing down their births. So they still would give care, but they said we can no longer do births because the midwives decided that the corporate side of the birth center was uh, having rules that they did not agree with. So all the midwives were like, we're done. Oh no. Yeah. So that was when I was probably about 13 or 14 weeks pregnant. So again, like through all these things, like I would practice my breathing, yeah. I would visualize my birth in many different ways. That's a lot of so anyway, like, obstacles when, to come at you, isn't it? Yes. That you need to get past. Right. Yeah. And things that like you might not think when you're pregnant, like you might think of like more physical symptoms or. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So then I reached out to several other birth centers and one that. Well, the only ones that are around are two and a half hours from my house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I I was accepted at, at one of them. And so I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. I think that I can handle it. Like I've been through birth before and like I, I know when my body is in labor. So yeah. I, I think that we can do this. And the midwives were comfortable with it. So I said, okay. Um, so... I was going to have to travel two and a half hours away to have my baby. Yeah. So you want to also be pretty um, sure that you're in labor if (laughs) to make that journey, don't you? You want to be sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite difficult. Like it's a bit of a, you've got to pick that right moment, haven't you? Where you don't go too early just in case it sort of slows down, but you don't want to leave it too late. 
and then right. yeah, end up laboring in your car. So yeah, it's tricky. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So then your episode on the power of the mind and then also the book talking about visual visualization. I just like throughout my entire pregnancy, I visualized like the whole labor from like start to finish um, in the car. Cause I was like, that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I visualized it at the birth center, which was like, you know, my ideal place. And then I also visualized it at a hospital because I was like, you know, I could, I could end up there and I just need to have a safe, healthy birth. So that's a great, <laughs> so you know, that's a great idea to, to, cause I often say to people like visualize your birth, um, you know, mm-hmm. from start to finish, how you want it to go, but it's as a, a good idea to see it in different places and to do that in yeah. different locations of where it could be, because as we know, right. like it is unpredictable. We don't always, we can't always be sure. So it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just like almost every day I would just be visualizing this and I have a really like strong, um, like mental image. So it was, I mean, it was easy. I could do it all day long. Yeah. Um, and I, and I like doing it too, because I just, I like pregnancy and birth and all that. So anyway, leading up to the day, my midwives and I came up with a plan. Like if we get to that 39 weeks and six days, then on the way to the birth center, which is two and a half hours away, I would be taking a castor oil drink concoction. And then once I got to the birth center, they would insert a cook catheter. And I think you've explained that on the podcast before. Yeah. That's like the like balloon type device. Yeah. Yes. And the, the cook catheter has two balloons. So yes, yeah, one on top of your cervix and one on the other side. Yeah. And that went really well. So on the way to the birth center, I started feeling, you know, small contractions after having the drink, um, but, you know, very irregular, nothing huge. And then once they put the cook catheter in, it was like immediate. I was having contractions. Yeah. So then I did a non-stress test just to make sure like baby was responding well and, and, um, not in distress and everything was going well. And the entire time the midwife would like come in and be like, Oh yeah, you're having a lot of contractions. And I'm like, yes, I am. (laughs) Um, so when that was over, they, because I live two and a half hours away, they were like, well, you can go get some breakfast. You can go find a place to walk around. The plan was always to get a hotel so I could labor some at the hotel and then eventually go back to the hotel. So they were like, you can do, you know, whatever feels most comfortable for you. So my husband and I, we left to go get some food and he ended up just getting like some drive-through because I was not feeling up to eating at that point. And then we found a park and I just, you know, walked along this path and, you know, would have contractions. And, um, this is going to get kind of like weird, but, (laughs) but, um, the whole time I was at that park, I felt like I needed to have a bowel movement. And in my brain, I was like, I think if I can just like have this bowel movement, then like contractions will be like, full on and I'll be ready to have this baby. So in the back of my head, I was like, that's, you know, when that happens, then we're good to go. And so I was having contractions at this park. And then at one point they just started to like taper off. And I was like, oh no, like my labor is slowing down. Um, 
Like, I don't, I don't want to like stop labor because I'm kind of on a time limit. Cause if I roll it over into the next day, then I need to go to a hospital. Um, and so at that point, again, I remembered the power of the mind and I started telling myself like, I like these contractions. These are good. This is going to get me closer to meeting my baby. And every time I had a contraction, I was like celebrating <laughs> in my mind. I was like, yes, yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. Um, and, and they continued to like, they were there, but they were very irregular. And so I was kind of, I told my husband, like my, my worry of like, maybe my labor slowing down. So he's like, well, why don't we go get set up at the hotel? And then you can, you know, yeah. kind of do whatever you need to do. So that's what we did. And while he was getting a room, I was in the car and I, I was falling asleep in between my contractions. Oh, wow. And in my head, I was like, I don't know, like, I think they're slowing down too much. But then we got up to the room and I just, I was so tired. So I laid down and still like falling asleep in contract or, or like in between contractions. I got my like essential oils to be smelling. And then I got up to use the bathroom and the cook catheter came out, which is good. That means that yeah. I was five, centim- five centimeters dilated. So I called my midwife and I was like, well, the cook catheter came out, but I'm a little nervous. Like my contractions seem to be slowing down. I'm like falling asleep in between them. And she's like, you know what? Sleep rest is okay. That's yeah. good. Don't worry about it. Just call me if things pick up or if yeah. your waters break. So I was like, okay. At that point I drew a bath and just kind of, I got my oils in the bath That's and nice. was listening to some some music and and then I played um your fear release oh yeah yeah Yeah. I love that one because yeah there's a lot of fears in labor and yeah you can just picture them all going away I feel like it does take it off your shoulders a little bit so so I played that and I I had a very strong contraction all right I think I had a couple like stronger contractions and then one very strong one. So I was like, I'm going to get out of the tub and and maybe move back to the bed. And on my way to the bed, I had a really strong one. And again, that feeling like I needed to have a bowel movement. So I went to the toilet and had another really strong contraction. So I was like, okay, I think it's time, time we can go in. And so I, I called my husband in the room and I was like, call the midwife and, and tell her we're ready to come in. So he did. And, and she said it was fine. And so he took our stuff down to the car. And while he was down, I had another really strong contraction where I just felt my whole body start to push. Oh, wow. And, um, and at the same time I could like see it in my brain, like baby's head moving down, like I could feel it and see it. And, and I knew I was like, we are not going to the birth center anymore. (laughs) So we came back up from taking our stuff to the car. And I told him, I was like, we are not going to the birth center. We're going to have this baby here. And he's like, it's only 10 minutes away. Are you sure? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. You knew, you knew that you were in that moment. Like you was, you were better off being where you were. You didn't want to be in the car. Like, yeah, yeah. You were better. Right. Yes. So I was like, call the midwife back and tell her we're not leaving the hotel. So he did. And, and on the phone, she was like, can you see the head? And he's like, I don't know. And, and I could feel the waters, um, like starting to come out, which I did not experience with my daughter. So I think 
that was really the only moment where I was like a little nervous because I was kind of yeah. like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I told the midwife, I was like, I feel the waters. And she's like, okay, that's fine. And then I pushed again, the waters broke in the toilet. So I was like, okay, well, guess that was no big deal. <laughs> and, um, and the baby's head was crowning. So at that point wow. I, I stood up and, um, gave, like gave the baby a moment, you know, to kind of yeah. like turn the body and another push. And I brought him up onto my chest and oh my goodness. Yeah. And he was crying and the midwife was like, I can hear him crying. That's great. And she's like, is there a lot of blood? And there, there wasn't. So she's like, okay, you can choose if you want to like deliver your placenta there, or if you want to come in. Oh and- my God. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I really do like, you know, your birth center. So I'm, I would like to come in. <laughs> I love how chilled, <laughs> like chilled out your midwife was. Yeah. yeah. She was so, like, so chilled. Yeah. My husband, whenever we tell this story, he's always like, I was really expecting her to be like, okay, I'll be there right away. Where yeah. are you? And she was not, she was like, okay. <laughs> but isn't that interesting? Um, because she's obviously so experience at, at birth right. that actually there was no yeah. need to panic like she just she let right. you make that choice about your placenta there was no quick rush like yeah. you must come in now it was if you want to stay exactly. there you can like I like that it's so yeah. it shows actually that birth it's not scary it's not an emergency situation right. it's it's normal and you were okay baby was okay and that's the main yeah. thing Right. And yeah, later when I was telling my sister this story, she was like, Mary, were you scared? And I was like, you know, actually I wasn't like the only time I was a little nervous was when I felt the waters. And that was just more because it was uncharted territory for me. But I was like, I really wasn't just, I mean, I had visualized it so many times in my brain. I, I visualized having a baby in a car, you know? Yeah. So like, I, I knew what to expect because I had seen it in my head so many times. Yeah. Wow. I wonder whether that hotel room had ever had anybody have a baby in it before. (laughs) Well, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But we were going to go to the birth center after that. Oh, yes. Tell me. Yeah. My husband had brought all of our bags down to the car already. So he just took off his shirt and put it on me, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we like both barefoot, like, go down to the car. I'm holding this baby. That's, you know, still attached. Did you have any staff or anything? <laughs> she looks up from her work, from what she's doing and goes right back to work. So <laughs> we're like, what has she seen that? Yeah. That that's not shocking. Not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's no big deal. I've seen this loads of time. Maybe she's yeah. just thinking, no, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm that's amazing. Like I didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. So you made it to the hospital. That must have been a yes. very, was it an uncomfortable journey for you? A little bit, but mostly, I mean, I was holding my baby and I was just like, immediately afterwards, I was like, that was amazing. I want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> which <laughs> which is was not the case with my daughter, even though her birth was positive, I think, but I was not like, I want to do that again. (laughs) And also to Um, feel that way immediately after. Immediately after. Yeah. So I was just like, so happy, but I do remember like, we were pretty close to the, the birth center. And I, I was like, 
Ethan, I think I need to push this placenta out. And he's like, no, no, we are two minutes away. <laughs> so we did make it. You made and, it. Yeah. But. Oh, wow. What a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's such a great story. And everything, when you got to the birth center, I'm guessing everything was fine. Did the placenta did it take long? I'm, I'm guessing it was almost. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty ready to come out. And all was fine. And you went back to the hotel just yeah. to, to recover and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I was at the birth center. I had him. So, so when I had the cook catheter placed and it was 1030 in the morning and um, I had him at 330 in that. Wow. It's really quick. So it was very fast. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially because yeah. you felt, um, and then because you felt like um, you were, you know, not a lot was happening and that you were very sleepy. Like it just shows actually that that was probably right. your body's way of maybe dealing with it or yes. resting or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being like, all right, here's your rest. I'm going to give you before yeah. the work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So then I was at the birth center from about 3.30 until, um, I don't know, probably about like seven, seven or eight. So really they just kind of looked things over. I, I showered there. They made sure I could like stand and, and I wasn't feeling woozy or anything like that or losing a lot of blood or yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for sharing it. That's amazing. Yes, people. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I love here. And do you know what else I was thinking? Um, with you saying that um you were listening to that fear release. Obviously, I I did that for people so that it would help people, but and I'm sure there's yeah. not, like I'm sure there's other people, not just you, who have listened to it during labor. But you're the first person that said that they actually listened to it during their labor, and I suppose that's for me. I feel like oh goodness, like I was kind of part of your little like journey in your in your ears. Yes, oh, it's so you, strange you for me, but were. it's lovely to hear. Like <laughs> it's so nice to to hear. And I suppose when I made it, I didn't think I didn't imagine people might use it during their labor. Do you know what I mean? But it makes sense that they yeah. would. So yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. I need to do more. I want to do more relaxations, something that I keep like meaning to do. So do you think they're helpful yeah. for people? Yeah. I mean, I did like, I knew I wanted to listen to things like that during my yeah. labor. Um, and I looked around a little bit and I just didn't quite find things that I liked. So I, I saved that one cause I knew I was going to yeah. use it. Yeah. Um, but I actually, I have a friend who is getting ready to have a baby like any day now. Wow. And she called me and was kind of talking about some things that have come up that are making her feel like nervous. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> listen to this episode. Yeah. She listens or she follows you on Instagram. So I was like, yeah. listen to this podcast, listen to this episode. It's really going to help. Yeah. And um, so I, I don't know if she has yet. That was just oh, like a day or two ago. So, yeah. but um. Oh, yeah. oh, thank it, you. It really does help. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is that man. And also, like you said, throughout your labor, you reminded yourself several times about the, mm. you know, that, that episode yes. or like about what you learned, how powerful the mind yes. is to perhaps bring you back down if you were at any time feeling a bit overwhelmed right. by the situation. It's good to just remind yeah. yourself that actually I am in control, like just get back in the right headspace. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, really, really useful. But I mean, thank you so much for sharing your story. Honestly, I've loved it. Yes. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Yes, good. I'm glad you did. I, I love my birth story. Oh and, yeah. I mean, I don't go around sharing it with everyone because not everyone likes to hear that stuff. But 
but I, I do love my birth story yeah it's great because it's it's different and you know a, a hotel as well it, like it's just yeah you right. think those, if those walls could talk <laughs> afterwards like the, I know. the people staying in that room after like no idea that there's just been a new life coming right. to the world in that room I mean it's just exactly. wild yeah. it's great yeah. it's really good so thank you so much Mary and um yeah yes. for taking the time to share your story and I know it will help so many people because these stories always do like, they always help people so yeah thank you so much and it's been lovely yeah. to speak to you and yeah, yeah you too thank you cheers goodbye bye a huge thank you to Mary for taking the time to share her story with with you guys she was up and recording with me at 8 a.m her time so um, I know that that's not always easy so thank you so much uh, to Mary and I'm sure you all, all agree what a fantastic story as always all of my details are in the show notes so courses website Instagram um, if you're interested in interested in any of those things you'll find those below and as I always say I'd love it if you would rate and review the podcast as it always helps me and others uh, when finding it as well so thank you guys so much I'll see you in two weeks time with a new episode goodbye